scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. On this anime interview, I sit down with voice actress Megan Shipman as we talk about her career in voice acting and her career in music. And mascot-chan, because why not? Welcome everybody to the Animation Station Podcast, episode 97. My name is Josh, and joining me today I have a very special guest, voice actor Megan Shipman. How you doing, Megan? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. Now, real quick, um, do you guys do you prefer voice actor or voice actress? I mean, I think it's the same both ways. <laughs> so I never yeah. really have a preference. I know I've written for myself on like bios and things, voice actor without thinking because I mean I don't know I don't it, it's never bugged me either way I know some, it might bug some people one way or the other but I, it's never been something that I've been super particular about okay yeah I was I was just wondering because I've seen it both ways on a lot of like social media so I'm like what's the best way to do it and I never I can never you know yeah yeah I've seen find it both out ways. I've seen it both ways too and it's that's why I'm like well what is the what's the way we're doing this now? What's the standard here? But I just I gave up trying to figure it out, so <laughs> <laughs> I just do it both ways now. All right, Megan. So you're a voice actor. So is that something that you wanted to be like when you know you were a little like? Did you always want to be an actor? Um, no. I for I mean I grew up and I loved anime like throughout middle school and high school and college and all that stuff. So. Like, I've watched anime forever, and I've loved it forever, uh, but I never really thought to myself, I want to be the person, you know, that does the voice, um, and so, but it never really, I don't know, it never really dawned on me. I was like, it wasn't my first thought, so, like, my goal in high school, I was like, I'm going to be a teacher, and so I uh, I went to college to, and, and I'm a singer, that's kind of what I've done, I mean, I... I never took a theater class ever. <laughs> um, that's my fun fact. Uh, and I always tell people, uh, do as I say, don't do as I do or have done, uh, because I'm a terrible example of what to do. <laughs> uh, acting classes are necessary. If you want to be an actor, please don't do what I've done. Um, but, you know, through singing, I you know, I say I haven't had acting experience, but, you know, through acting and doing music in high school and doing it, especially in college, um, cause my, I majored in music education and, um, you know, got my degree in that, uh, and, uh, doing, doing singing in, in college is a lot different from, you know, choir in high school. Cause it's a lot mm-hmm. of focusing on yourself as a performer. Um, and so through that, through that experience of, of focusing on myself as a performer through singing, I, you know, I did have some, uh, I did get some insight and, and lessons on, how to put myself in a situation and how to step into a character's head and things like that. Cause in, in college you're singing a lot of like arias and operas and things like that. Uh, if you're focusing on classical music and, and if you're doing a uh, musical theater and stuff like that too. Um, so it's there, there is an aspect of uh, performing and acting when it comes to that. So I like to say that I have had a little bit of experience, but um, no, no, like, formal theater classes in high school or college for me that were specifically theater. Um, but, you know, I, and going back to, like, do I, did I want to be a voice actor? Um, so in college is kind of when I went to my first convention ever. I was a late, I like to call myself a late bloomer. I went to my first convention in college, and uh, it was great, and I had the most amazing time, and I'd wanted to go to one forever, but I just had never, like, you know, taken the leap, and I did it, and I was like, I'm never going back. I will always go to a convention from this <laughs> point on, um, and, you know, at the con, you know, I I went to all the all the panels that everyone goes to, the how do I be a voice actor panel. Those were the panels I was interested in, because at that point, you know, I wasn't just, like, a middle school kid. Um, and when I was in middle school, the internet was not the greatest. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, d- we couldn't just go online and be like, oh, here's this voice actor. You know, this is what a voice actor is. Um, so, you know, I'd never really like grown up looking and being like, oh, these are voice actors. This is what they do. I want to do that. 
So in college, when I finally put two and two together, like, oh, this is a job people do, you know, um, I went to these panels like, this is so neat. Like, I want to hear what it's like, and I want to hear their stories and, you know, all their stuff. Um, and so that was kind of like my first, like, oh, wow. And um, then, you know, I I happened to meet someone in, in college, or I went to uh, Louisiana State University, and, you know, a lot of people went. Uh, I live in Dallas. A lot of people from Dallas uh, went to LSU for music for whatever reason. It was just really popular. Uh, and, you know, I met someone there that was like, oh, yeah, I've done, I've done, uh, I did some work for Funimation, blah, blah. So I was just kind of like picking their brain on this trip we went on for, because I was in choir in college. So I was like picking their brain about stuff. And one thing kind of led to the other. And um, eventually uh, I got on a uh, basically a waiting list for an audition at Funimation and it was a general audition so it wasn't like for a specific show or anything it was just to be like is this person does this person have what it takes can they do it what can they do you know and mm-hmm. um, that that kind of was it was one thing led to another and they kept calling me back and now here I am five years later and I've been in lots of animes and it's really cool and sometimes I'm like wow this is a really bizarre turn uh, my life has taken, but I'm not mad about it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's kind of how I waltzed into like the anime world, I guess, or on the other side of it, anyway. So, so you're a big, uh, big music nerd. We'll just call you a music nerd. Um, yeah. Wait, what is your favorite type of genre of music? That's a weird. I... That's a weird way to say that. But like, what's your yeah. like? What's your like your style, like you big country girl, you um, like do you prefer like the classical stuff, like more like, um, wow, I can't even talk. It's been a rough morning. Um, <laughs> I uh, understand. Like, uh, like Broadway type musicals. Like, what's your what's your forte? Yeah, there there are definitely certain genres that I like more than others. I like a lot. Like, I don't ever want to say I hate this, uh, thing or whatever. Um. I mean, there are genres that I don't like. Like, I can say that I, I'm not, I don't prefer country music. There are some country songs that I'm like, okay, this is tolerable and I can listen to this uh, without me going insane. Uh, but that's a very, like, I think I found, like, maybe, like, three country songs <laughs> over the years. Um, but, so, I, I don't really like country music, but I like, I, I generally like pop music, um... I, I'm, there's nothing that's on the radio right now that I'm just like goo goo gaga over. Um, I, it kind of comes in waves. Like I, because I know like you know how the the radio plays are. They'll play like the same, the same ten songs, song, over and over, the same yeah. ten songs, and whatever's on their playlist because it's hot right now. And uh, so I like to this wave that they're going through right now is not my favorite. So I'm kind of waiting for the next, any, cause anytime I turn on the radio, I'm like, yeah, nope, I don't like this song. It's I don't like one Ed Sheeran song that they play constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's like just a bunch of songs in this wave that I'm just like, yeah, this isn't, I'm not feeling it, man. <laughs> and so I, I'm waiting for like the next wave to roll around. Um, it'll probably be a bunch of summer songs coming up soon. And usually the yeah. summer songs are really super fun to just listen to. Um, but I, I also, I mean, I like classical music. I, you know, for me going to school for music, you think I would like enjoy classical music even more. Uh, but you know, I'm not a super big snob on classical music. I mean, I can tell, like, you know, I, I don't know, like, I, I, I'm not a super snob on classical music, but I do enjoy listening to it from time to time, mm-hmm. just being like, ah, yes, this is nice. This is a nice break. Um, but. I'm kind of like into everything. I I really don't like. I, some people might kill me for saying this, but I'm I'm not a huge Christmas music fan just because they play it so much. Yeah. <laughs> starting in starting after Halloween. So over the last few years, I've become like I've become like a bitter old lady about Christmas music. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be fine if it was new Christmas music, but it's always the exact same Christmas yeah. music that you hear. No one's making new Christmas music. I also don't I also don't mind listening to it like maybe like a couple weeks before Christmas but because it's so like right after Halloween now mm-hmm. which is like my favorite holiday by the way Halloween's the best holiday and no one can convince me otherwise <laughs> um 
but it's just so much so soon that it's like by the time you actually get to Christmas, you're like, wow, I hate Christmas. <laughs> so I try to like keep myself away from Christmas music, maybe until like a week or two before. And then I'll be like, "Ooh, yay, this Christmas song. I love this song. But I do it on purpose so that I'm not, you know, super awful by the time Christmas rolls around. Yeah, I'm pretty bad too. Like all like when like right after like, in Oklahoma, it's pretty much, like, right after Thanksgiving, so, like, 6 o'clock on Thanksgiving Day, it's like, okay, we can go ahead and start putting the Christmas music out, and then they'll just play it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I'm I'm pretty bad. Like, when that happens, then I'll, that's, like, when I'm, like, hardcore into podcasts and, you know, just whatever it is, um, just something other than Christmas music until, like, the 24th. That's when I'm like, okay, it's Christmas Eve. We can turn the Christmas music on now. Not mm-hmm. on Christmas, just on Christmas Eve. Just Christmas Eve. I think the most creative Christmas song I heard, I was at a Hobby Lobby or something like that, and um, they play, um, they play like, if you've ever been to a Hobby Lobby, it's kind of like when you go to a Chick-fil-A, they play the, they always have like uh, Christian instrumental music, mm-hmm. like on repeat, but this one was super funny to me because it was like this banjo uh bluegrass like super sped up uh version of like uh, some weird some christmas song that i forgot what it was but it was supposed to be a slow christmas song so imagine like i don't know imagine like silent night but like with a banjo and (laughs) and it was i was in hobby lobby i was like crying laughing because i thought it was so funny just because it was just like why why is this happening like it was it was so weird, and I was like, I don't, I can't with the with the Christmas music anymore. <laughs> I was uh, like, why? Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the best one I heard at the mall, which is a bad time to go during Christmas because they're just piping it through. Um, oh yeah. The best, the best one I heard was like they played like the Christmas song that uh, I can't remember who is it. Uh, I think it's like Bill Nye sings during Love Actually, and I was like in the mall, and I was like, wait, how? How did you get the rights to this? It was <laughs> it was really bizarre, and I was like, "Wait, I know this song. This is from the yeah." It was it was really weird. It it like blew my mind. I was like, "Okay, this is a cool mall," and then it went to like the Chipmunks or something. I was like, "Okay, it's off." All right, now we're yeah. Then the Chipmunks come on, and you're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> the one Christmas song that I really I really hate more than any Christmas song is always the Charlie Brown one with all the kids singing. Oh God, it's, um, it's kind of depressing. It's a little depressing, and and you're like, oh no. Yeah, and and I've always been that I've always been because I've always been a music nerd. Um, I've always been very. Um, I have I have really I've discovered over the years I have really good relative pitch, not perfect pitch, relative pitch. So I'm I'm pretty like sensitive to like when something is like sharp or flat or not in tune uh even like the slightest little bit like it'll it'll bug me to know in and it'll turn me off from a song if it bugs me enough but that song that's it's one of those things where like half the kids are not singing it in tune and so you're like i just i was like i can't listen to the song i can't do it it's it drives me insane that and it sounds depressing yeah none of the kids sound happy i'm like wow good job guys <laughs> you really nailed this christmas song <laughs> Oh man, oh, that's that's good. Um, so have you have you got a have you been able to do a lot of your, um, like cross your music interests with your um, voice acting? I know you did at least one in the uh, the certain magical index movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was really fun. So uh, you know, talking about music and anime. So that was really fun for a couple reasons. So in college, I started I you know, like everyone else on the planet, I started a YouTube channel, which I still have to this day. And you can go shameless plug, shameless promo. <laughs> um, and, um, I started doing, I, you know, I was looking on, on the, on the YouTubes and I started seeing all these like people covering, uh, anime songs in English. And I was like, Whoa, that sounds so cool. I want to do that. And so lo and behold, I went to Best Buy and bought like a $50 microphone mm-hmm. and I started doing it and, and I'm still doing it to this day. And so getting to do music for an actual anime in English was like really, really cool at the time because a lot of people are like, 
oh, I wish they still like did this. And, and I know there's a lot of people that are like, no, never, ever yeah. do that. Um, but it was still like really cool just because it was like it was kind of like seeing um, this like hobby, I guess, that I had and being able to apply this hobby that I'd had for a while to um, to like the work I was doing. And it was it was just a really cool and enjoyable experience because they don't do that as often anymore. And I mean, they'll they'll do it like, you know, like if characters are singing in like a a karaoke or something in an episode, they'll usually go back and they'll dub like the really bad karaoke scene because it's supposed to be silly and funny anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But getting to like do, you know, like serious singing and stuff is like uh, it was really fun and really cool to do. And yeah, that was that was just a neat a neat project to do, and I really enjoyed it. And I unfortunately I wasn't in, or my character that I'm in in Show by Rock doesn't ever sing any. I was like, no, but but it, it's still like a really cool thing to see them like getting to do all of the um, Show by Rock songs because again, those are like things you you don't get to do very often. So when they do happen, um, it's like it's it's a little it's a little cooler in my opinion. Um, so do you want to do, I, I take it that you would love to do more of that. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, I think it's great. I think the, the people we have doing the music, at least at Funimation, because I think, I think Funimation's the only ones that have done it to this point. I might be wrong. Um, at least to my knowledge anyway, but, um, but yeah, we have such a good team doing it, um, and doing the music that the music is always, you know, treated very Everyone works really hard on it that does work on it, and I think it would be really fun to do it more. Um, but again, it also comes down to a lot of times, it's not even necessarily like the fans factor into it, like do they want it or not? And then also, you know, if you do songs, you have to like get the rights to sing the songs. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a money issue. Uh, so it's like, can we afford this and that? But when it happens and the stars kind of align and it all works out, it's it's a really cool project and and it's always treated really well. And even if even if people end up not liking it, um, you know, you can't ever. I will never be able to deny the fact that the people working on it really do like respect whatever they're working on. And so it it always, even if you don't like it, someone out there is going to like it, and uh, it's always done really well. So I think it'd be really cool to do more of it. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like the mainly like one of the main ones that I remember would be like where they had to basically completely do all of the music over was Mongolian Chop Squad. Mm. Um, that was that was and I know Funimation did that one because they had uh, Brina and John and Eric and a whole bunch of those guys that were in it and they basically sang everything. Mm-hmm. And I like I remember watching that for the first time and I was like oh wait this is all in English wait these are the actual voice actors singing and it kind of blew my mind I yeah. was like oh wow because I had never heard that because um, growing up it was always when there was anybody singing it was the original Japanese or the original mm-hmm. you know whatever language it was but like, mm-hmm. yeah that was my first time hearing it like all in English and I was like oh wow that was it was it really was like definitely it was really cool for sure yeah yeah it is and so they're doing that with Show by Rock right now and and uh, there's God. I just had another show in my head that they did that for, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> so I guess, but yeah, it, it it is really cool, and it's it doesn't it doesn't happen very often. But when you have like a, a heavily based like, you kind of like have to do it when when your plot of whatever show or movie you're doing is based around music. Like Show by Rock is all based on music. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can, you want to, um, it's not always possible. Um, just again, for the reasons I stated earlier, but, um, but yeah, so, I mean, when it does happen, it's, it's so cool and, um, it's really, it's a really, really neat, neat thing. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It was, um, if you've seen, um, uh, the new Tokyo Ghoul, uh, uh, re, I do not, I'm not a huge, I've, I, I'm. I feel like I would love Tokyo Ghoul if I sat down and had the time to like watch it slash read it, but I haven't gotten to it yet. More other things keep popping up to watch, so I, I keep putting it off. But um, a really cool thing that just happened is um, 
if you you know if you're on YouTube and you know the people that are really popular at seeing anime covers, um, if you know Amanda Lee, um, mm-hmm. she recently uh, is in the official uh, soundtrack uh, for the um, for the show, and it's super cool oh, that yeah. they doesn't she sing like the the outro. Something uh, she, like that. She sings one of these like background songs, mm-hmm. so it's not one of the openings or uh, closings. I think it's just a song that will that plays um, in the background sometimes. Okay. And I think it I think it played in like the first couple episodes because I remember she tweeted about it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was so cool. Um, you know, talking to her about it because because um, uh, she. We're, we're, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but we're, we're, we're good friends because we found out we have the same birthday. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were like instant besties. Uh, so, um, but, uh, you know, we were talking about it and she was like, it's so cool, you know, cause they, the studio like reached out to her and was like, Hey, you know, we work with studio, blah, blah, blah. We want you to sing this song. And most likely because they heard her stuff on YouTube. And they liked her voice. And so it is, it's such a cool opportunity for her. I remember her saying, I think she said like, you know, like at first she was like, I, I don't know if this is real or not. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is a real email or if this is just someone, you know, like scamming me or pranking me or, <laughs> but it was real. And, and it was so cool getting to like hear her. She's like, it's so cool getting to be like in an anime and being like, an official part of the actual music for show and not just like after the fact covering a song that I really enjoyed. Like it's my voice. I am the voice of this song and Mm -hmm. it is, it is so cool for her. And, um, I know there's another studio. I cannot remember. I'm so bad at remembering studios and like what's what, but I've seen like, I think it was anime expo or Crunchyroll or whatever. Cause I live on Twitter. So it all blurs together. Um, they were tweeting about uh, a studio looking for a female and male singers 25 years and younger um, to sing. Because I guess in this upcoming anime they're making, the two main characters uh, have to sing in native English. And so mm-hmm. they were looking for singers to cast as the singing voices of these two characters. And I'm like, whoa, that is such a cool um, opportunity you know, for a studio to do. So they were just like throwing this out there to the internet world and being like, here you go. If you're under, if you're 25 or younger and you could sing, uh, let us know. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, that is a really bizarre way to do it, but it's super cool. And it's going to be a cool, you know, opportunity for someone. Mm -hmm. Cause that's, it's just so cool to see that, um, happening. Cause it used, I don't, it it doesn't happen every day that a studio is like, yeah, we need some, some English singers. So, you know, stuff like that and stuff like Amanda uh, getting that opportunity. Those are, like, cool, like, really cool things. And it just kind of is like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's definitely, uh, you can definitely see how, uh, especially the the industry has changed since those early Toonami days. Like, when mm-hmm. everything just started coming through. And then you can just see how everything's evolved in the last, yeah. what, like, 20 years. And yeah, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy because twenty years seems like like a really long time, but also it's kind of it seems so short because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're you're living it, and I feel like when you live it, it seems a lot shorter than it actually is. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy to see how just everything has changed so so quickly. It's kind of like you know computers and stuff like. Um, you know, there's like this post on the internet I've, I've read and, you know, cause again, I live on Twitter. Like I, I hate myself sometimes. You can get stuck down those rabbit holes. Yeah. And, and yeah. So I'm always like, Oh, did you see this thing on Twitter? And then I'm like, Oh God, I'm one of those people. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I see this post and it's like, you know, a lot of people like, you know, are like, Oh God, the nineties kids, why are they always so nostalgic? And, Someone made this post uh, that I was like, "Oh my god, I feel like this is right" because I was born in '92, so I have I have some pretty solid memories of the '90s uh, before they were gone, um, and even like some of the early 2000s, I feel like they kind of count as well in terms of like you know technology. But like, because everything changed so quickly mm-hmm. from being one thing to being the complete polar opposite of how it is now. 
Um, and again, like, I'm not saying, like, kids these days, they never play outside and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I kids, there are some things that, like, never change. Like, kids still draw the stupid little S symbol thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the three lines and the three lines and you connect them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, there are some stupid things. You're like, how is this still a thing? Like, what is happening? Am I in, like, the Twilight Zone or something? But um, it's, like, things things change so, so rapidly that it's just, like, whoa. I mean, it's so amazing to see, like, we've gone from, we've gone from people calling uh, rice balls jelly donuts uh, to actually being like, this is an onigiri, and um, it is a traditional rice ball snack that you can buy at a convenience store. <laughs> well, I mean, like... yeah, uh, just going, going off, uh, going off that, like the cultural differences, like like what you said, like that early Pokemon, and now like you'll have a show, um, uh, the, the, well, miraculous ladybug, just because it takes place in France, and mm. it is like. Frenched up, like it is like this is France. Like all these kids, they may have English voices, but they're all French. They don't change anything, and I love it that we've come to a point where that is the way that we do things now. We, yeah, we're not, we don't like Americanize everything. Yeah, like you would think, like back in the day, I feel like we would have changed, like we would have tried to like change their names to be like this is Sally and Jimmy, and oh, they like, are like good, good old Sailor Moon. Like we're oh, just gonna yeah. change all of their names. Except Amy, we're just gonna put a Y instead of an I. Just gonna put a Y there. It's so convenient. Um, <laughs> oh I, I, gosh, I love it. But but yeah, it's like I I love 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 that show, and that's such a good example because it it is super French, and it's like how can you make it not French? There's mm-hmm. like the Eiffel Tower, and like how how can you make it not French? So it's like. But but I feel like back in the day we we would have found a way back in the day. Yeah, uh, You'd be to like, change they're it. In, uh, they're at uh, what Paris, Paris, and Vegas. Yeah, that's where they live. They yeah, all live in Nevada. Las, they all live in Las Vegas. That's where it happens. <laughs> that Eiffel Tower? No, that's that's a really tiny, tiny version. Mm-hmm. That's just a hotel. Oh, that that oh the the pyr- pyramid oh the no no that's not a museum that's that's the pyramid hotel. Um, I don't even know what it's, it's called. The Mirage. It's the, it's the Mirage. Yeah, it's the Mirage. They live in the Mirage. Uh, but yeah, we would have found a way. But yeah, it's it's just like things change. Things have changed so quickly and for the better. Like I mean, even even like doing simul dubs now. Um, oh God, I'm like even like the fans are spoiled uh, by how quickly. Funimation can put stuff out now, yeah, dubs. Yeah. So like, so people that love to watch dubs and like just or both. Um, oh god, like they're so spoiled now. Like, and I'm spoiled as an actor. All the actors are spoiled now too because it used to be like, okay, you're gonna come in, you get to record this really cool character, um, and now you don't get to talk about it for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so a year and a half later, you'd be like, oh, finally, ta- I could talk about it. Um, and so it's like now it's like. Oh God! I have to wait a week to tell people I'm in this show. Ugh! Like it's so we're so spoiled now, but it's like it's also for the better. Um, and you know, and it, sometimes it's for the better, and sometimes it's for the worse. I mean, simul dubs are awesome. They mm-hmm. there are pros and cons to it because it is a very stressful thing to do for everyone kind of involved. Um, and I think as the more the more Funimation does it, the more the kinks kind of get worked out. Like at first, it was like, oh my God, how are we gonna? do all this in a week and now it's kind of like okay yeah it's it's stressful but we can do it we know how to get it done in a week or get the production of this episode done over the course of two weeks like okay the writing all the writing and all this is going to take place over uh, for for these two weeks and then all the acting and all the recording will be done during this week and uh then uh the next week they'll just uh They'll go through and they'll, you know, mix it and, and do all the cool uh, stuff after the fact uh, to make it sound good. And, yeah, there you go. Slap it up there on the Internet. And it's it's really cool uh, how they do that. Uh, but there are, like, again, like you said, it's like there are cons. And uh, it, it can be kind of stressful because, like, actors have to be available, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember... The other day, I got a text like at uh, like almost at midnight <laughs> for some reason, and it was like, "Hey, do you come in tomorrow and do this thing?" And blah 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 blah. And I was like, 
yes, I'm glad I wasn't asleep yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was like for, and I mean the show's already out. I played Chibi in the in the new. Uh, he's like a little kappa in the new um, bed oh, and bed breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, the bed and breakfast with spirits, and he like comes on and he'll do the little um, end cards like the next time episodes whatever. And he'll be like, oh, Allie, blah, 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 blah. And so they were like, can you come in and do that tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, yes, glad I wasn't sleeping. Because I also, I am a night owl and then I sleep in a lot. So if I hadn't seen that, there's a good chance I would have woken up like at the time I was supposed to be oh. there. And I would have been like, well, sorry. <laughs> My bad. So what is that? Uh, I, I take it that like that's pretty hectic, um, especially with all these simul dubs like that are coming out. Because I mean, like we're getting them like usually like a week after the premiere. Yeah. Like, sometimes like sometimes two weeks, but sometimes a week. And I'm pretty sure when they're gonna do Attack on Titan in July, it'll be like same day. So I, uh, yeah, it'll be something because they're gonna want to. I'm I'm I don't know anything about that, but. So don't take my word for it. Don't be like, she said it. <laughs> Megan <laughs> confirmed I, that she's playing every character in Attack I'm, on Titan. I'm playing every Titan. Um, <laughs> I will eat, I'm eating everyone. <laughs> I make, I make noises. Um, no, but, but yeah, like they'll either, I'm assuming since it's Attack on Titan and, and it's kind of a big property, um, that's really popular, um, uh, that they'll either try to do it same day or they will either put it on a one week, just like everything else. Um, but, uh, I guess it kind of depends like what they have going or what they can. Cause I know with, with like my hero, don't they do, they do same day with my yeah, hero. Same day I, my hero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm not, I think, I think me and my husband were, we watched the dub cause my husband is new to anime. And so he's been watching, he's anytime we watch a show, he's like, I need to watch the dub cause I can't, I can't read that fast. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, understandable. Like I, I, like I grew up with dubs, and then I I moved on to the subs, and mm-hmm. then I've migrated back to dubs. Just... Yeah, and I I like to I also like to watch or put shows on like because I I do a lot of sewing sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes I'll do sewing projects and uh, the dubs are just like really good to put on. I remember I put on Michiko and Hachi in the dub while I was working on something because that way I didn't have to look at it. But I could like glance back and forth and see what was happening every now and then, but without me having to constantly be watching and reading. Yeah. So it was really nice. Those are dubs are really awesome to put on. Same. Like whenever I'm doing anything, like if I'm doing anything for like the podcast website, anything like that, I'll usually pop something on just mm-hmm. for background noise. And I really like it, you know, to have like a dub. Like uh, I think the last one that I was doing, like I was uh, working my way through Tenchi again. So yeah. I'm on like Tinchi in Tokyo and it'd be like, and it'd be like, I I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I got to watch this now. So it, oh, it is, oh, it is kind of happening. a curse. It is kind of a curse. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like pros and cons of both, but, um, my, sorry, I keep laughing cause my, I have a dog and this poor little, he's a puppy and I'm in another room. And so um, my husband, my husband keeps having to like bring him in and be like, see, look here, here she is. Everything's <laughs> fine. Because he keeps like scratching at the door, oh. <laughs> so he's he's cracking me up. But um, but yeah, like the dub thing is so cool. I was also gonna say like um, speaking of like Attack on Titan, and this is like my personal opinion. This is no way like affiliated. I really wish um, that Japan had a. I really wish they'd focused on making more of the anime first. Uh, instead of you know having this long gap between seasons, because yeah. I feel like it's 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 kind of hurt the the the, the fad and the craze a little bit, especially over here at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I mean, people are gonna watch it either way. People that really love it are gonna watch it. And there's no denying it. Um, but at the same time, like I haven't read the the manga, uh, and so I'm like, man, I don't even remember what's happened. There's Titan. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched it in the last. <laughs> two, three years. Uh, there's Titans in a wall. I don't know what's happening. I can't remember any of the specific details. I hope you, uh, hope you give me a recap. <laughs> exactly. Cause like, I remember like when it first like started, pre- like, when it first premiered on Netflix, like back when we just had the sub, I think before Funimation started dubbing everything. Yeah, it, it and was it was crazy. crazy. It blew up. It like, it just exploded because it was such a cool concept. Cause again, it was something 
it was post-apocalyptic, yes, it was that kind of genre, but at the same time, it was something completely brand new, mm-hmm. um, which when something like that happens in anime, everyone like pays attention. They're like, is this going to work? Is it not? Well, yeah, it just obvi- like My Hero Academia right now. Yeah. Like, we, ha- we hadn't really had like superhero high school. No, we, we haven't. And, and so it's like it's kind of got those same tropes, but at the same time, it's something brand new because you have this new thing of like heroes and villains and like like classic heroes and villains mm-hmm. um, that everyone and superheroes are such a big thing right now with like Marvel and everything. And and so like everyone's really into superheroes right now. And um, but yeah, like Attack on Titan just blew up and, um, you know, they had the first two seasons come out and it was super great. And then there was nothing, and they made, like, some live-action movies, and I was like, no, why are you doing this? <laughs> People want anime! Yeah, those live-actions, that was that was a mistake. I bought, like, I had me and, like, my roommate at the time, and um, my friend Charlie, and we bought all of them. Because, like, Charlie, she had never seen any of Attack on Titan. So it was yeah. like, okay, but me and my roommate, we had watched it, like, a, a, quite a few times so we're like we're gonna buy uh one and two like because it was like they put it in parts it's like we're just gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and buy those for all three of us it'll be great and then we saw part one of the live action it was like well we already mm. bought the part two we can't return them i guess we must go see it yes we'll it have was, to watch it yeah it was it was tough yeah i've i've kind of become jaded over the years um like you, everyone wants live action movies to be really successful because it it's kind of like everyone everyone always goes goo goo gaga for them because it's like oh it looks so cool the characters are like this is what they look like in real life and it's it's so cool it's like something everyone always thinks like what would this look like in real life like what would it be like um, and so I think there's this aspect of ooh ah shiny and and um, and new and uh, but I've kind of become jaded because. After just watching, I haven't even really watched the movies. I just kind of see how they're received, if and then I kind of decide do I want to watch it or not. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many, um, especially like fantasy adaptations um, that come out, and then they're just not good. And if you want to talk about a recent one, I mean, there's the Full Metal Alchemist live action movie. Yeah, it's in my queue. And- I have, I haven't brought myself to watch yeah it's just like you you don't want to disappoint yourself because you're like i don't i just want to i just want to look at the nice pretty people and characters Mm -hmm. and i don't want to be sad about it Um, but yeah but yeah so i just now the other thing is there's a lot of times that adaptations of like slice of life things those end up being done really really well because Mm -hmm. You know they're ma- they're they're based on real things, so it's it's kind of hard to screw up a real life situation. Yeah. You know, whereas with, with Full Metal Alchemist, if we're just stop talking about that one for an example, <laughs> there's so much there's so much plot happening so quickly, and you they tried to shove like so much into this one movie to make it so good, but I'm like, man, if you had just focused on like less, um, and just made the story. Like maybe taking less of the plot and focus really more made on the characters focus on the characters and making that small chunk of plot really good. Um, to because tr- I mean I'm assuming you know you, everyone wants to get like a sequel, um, and you know make be have it be popular enough and and be successful. But I'm like man, you could have really just like taken. Uh, a, just a tinier portion of the plot and no- knocked it out of the park because um, mm-hmm. I they I know one of the, the the quips that people have about it is that it's just they tried to put too much of the plot in the movie and tried to move it along in weird and stilted ways that didn't quite work because they were moving events around so they didn't all fall exactly the way they needed to for okay. things to work out kind of like it does in the anime um, so yeah so that was that was kind of the, the the things about it that people were like, "Man, this had okay." <laughs> and so, well, I, like to me, I think it's harder to do something like like a Full Metal Alchemist because you have so many fantasy elements in it, and yeah, that, you that's do. that's the thing with anime where it's it makes it really hard to do. It's like, why haven't we had a Gundam or an Evangelion movie? Because it's like, oh, that's gonna be really hard to do because. Mm all the fantasy elements but like what you said like if you do like a shoujo like slice of life you can do that um 
the pretty much the, the only good like anime adaptation in the live action that I've seen is the Roroni Kenshin that came out a few years ago. Oh yeah, that was that was really really pretty and yeah. beautiful and nice. Like, it's just samurai, and that's that's pretty much it. I'm like, okay, well you can do that. That's easy, but yes, yeah, yeah, and they the also other just makes it hard. I think they also did a really good job with it because they they didn't try to shove it all in one mm-hmm. movie. They split it up. It, correct me if I'm wrong. Did they do three of them? I believe they did three. Yeah. The, okay. But, yeah. But that was what it was going into. It's like we're gonna have three movies. So we're going to do arcs on all three of these movies yeah. and we're not going to like jam everything down your throat and it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people if you're like if you're going to do um a big epic story which most most like fantasy and oh goodness my dog is like sneezing on my lap. <laughs> um but um if you're going to like do a big fantasy story, I think splitting it up and recognizing that we're going to have to split up this plot to make it you know, really good and, and epic, like it like it originally comes across as, I think that's a smart thing to do, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why Rurouni Kinshin was just so good as live action because, you know, it they rec- I think they recognized that and they didn't try to rush it. They just took their time with it and made it super nice and, and pretty. Definitely. Okay, so let's just kind of go off the live action for a sec. Um, we're, I'm going to give you... Uh, a nice little thinky question. So you get to do, I'm going to give you free reign to do whatever you want. So this is going to be, you can, uh, you're going to be the, the voice actress for it. And it could be, it could be an anime. It could be a Disney Pixar, whatever you want to do. What is your dream project? And it could be something like brand new that you want to do, or if you want to go back and, um, kind of like remake something, you've got free range of everything. I think my dream uh, project. Gosh, I I don't. It's that's that's so hard. There's yeah, it's so a many, very it's a very hard question. There's it's like, so many. It, it makes good me like, do I want to be a Disney princess? Do I want to do I want to do something else? Do I want to like something that's mine? Do I want to remake something that you love? So I think okay. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with anime. So just to narrow it down for myself. I think I would want to go back. Um, there was a show, and there was a show like forever ago, and I feel like people like it's like this niche uh, thing now, where like a lot of people know about. It. I mean, I say niche, but a lot of people probably know about it. Um, mm-hmm. The show, um, the show Mermaid Melody, okay, from like years and years ago. Oh my god! Like that was. I feel like that was every every middle school anime girl's like dream. <laughs> Um, after, after, you know, ogling Sebastian in Black Butler, but, um, that, that, that well, hold show on, was hold like, on. That's not middle that, girls exclusive. Like, no, it's not. There's, there's <laughs> middle school boys that are like, oh my gosh, Sebastian, that's very be true. My butler. That's very, very true. <laughs> but it's like, that show is so fun. And I mean, it's singing mermaids and me being like a music nerd. I'm like. Man, that'd be so fun to go back and either remake or uh, be a part of or um, something like that. I I think that show would be like really fun to do, just because I remember I I remember that show was super fun for me, just watching it and whatnot mm-hmm. when I was in middle school and. Uh, you know, in those three-parter episodes on on YouTube back in the day, um, <laughs> when YouTube was a wee 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 baby on the internet, and um, but yeah, I think that show that show would be fun just because there's music and there's there's a lot of story to it, and I think it's just fun. And either either remaking it would be fun, but I think doing the original would be so even going, cooler. Going back and like doing like a redub. Yeah, I don't even know if it. I don't even know if it ever got a dub. Well, there but you go. You could be the voice. I could be the voice. But yeah, I think that that would be a really fun, nice. fun thing. Just because that show, I just remember that show so vividly from like being in middle school and like being like anime. What is anime? And that was just one of the things. And yeah, 
Yeah, my yeah, it 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 was like, for me. Like I remember growing up, and I I barely remember growing up. It's been so long. Um, but I remember <laughs> growing up. Um, and like my first big for foray into, um. I mean, because I had watched any of the Toonami and stuff like that, but never really, like, clicked with me. But my first, like, real thing was Digimon. Like, Mm -hmm. that was my cup of tea. Um, And, like, that's, like, where, like, when I figured out what voice actors were. Because to me, it was just like, oh, yeah, this is character. But then, like, when I started figuring out, like, oh, there's actually a real person that voices that thing. Because I was stupid back then. And be like, oh, wait, that that was Joshua Seth. And he was, uh, and so... Like, to me, that was my first, like, awakening of, like, okay, there are actually people that do these. Do you remember your first, like, oh, hey, I know this person. They've been in this series before type of uh, like thing. I, like a, I not met a, not them even or, a, like, Not I... even a real good question, but that's all I've got. So do you mean, like, do you mean, like, uh, when I realized, like, who they were and then I started hearing them in other things or, like, I met them in person or? Uh, like, like, like when you, um, like, started hearing them in other things and you started, you know, like, oh. to me, yeah, like I said, kind of slow for Josh. But, like, when I started connecting dots and was like, oh, wait, no, this is, like, these characters are, like, like, different people doing these voices and, you know, so on and so forth. Um, I think, gosh, I don't know. I I think kind of the first time I ever, like, started being, like, who are these people? Like, what are these voices? Um, I think it was probably, like, gosh, it would have to be back in middle school. And it would probably probably be, like, Fruits Basket. Because I remember watching Fruits Basket and Mm -hmm. being, like, really into that. And also, like, Spirited Away. Okay. I, I remember watching Spirited Away. Like, that was one of my first things I watched. And it was it's still one of my favorite movies this day. And I remember just being like, who are these people? Like, I remember watching the dubs and being like, I like how this, this I know this sounds weird, but I like, I like how this voice sounds. And I like, I like how this person's, this character sounds. Like, who mm-hmm. is making this, this noise <laughs> coming, coming out of this character? And then I think that was like the first time I started looking up like, you know, like, oh, there's actors that, that do this, even though you know, like, okay, it's not like an actual, like, pony being the My Little Pony. Exactly, it's a person. yeah. It's a person, so someone's making this sound, but that was the first time I ever was like, I want to know who is making this yeah. sound, and then after that, after, like, looking up, like, who, like, people were, and especially, like, looking up, like, Fruits Basket, I started being like, oh, this person's in this, and then this person's in this, and this, and this. And then I started, like, hearing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So then, like, once you – because then you're like, oh, I know this person's voice. And then you're like, okay. Then, like, every time – like, Monica Rial, like, every time you hear her, even – I can, like, spot Monica Rial's voice. I think anyone can from, like, 100 miles away because yeah. it's Monica Rial. And, I mean, and even, like, even when she does, like, her – I don't know if you've ever heard her doing parts where she's doing, like, her low, like, mature – womanly voice um but i can even like hear that now i'm like oh that's monica (laughs) that's monica and it's just like that was kind of the first time i was like oh like people do a lot of this it's not like oh we picked this one person for this part and we're never gonna like use them again like that i guess i started realizing like oh these people do a lot like and they have to do different things and and whatnot so yeah that's that was kind of when i started you know realizing that and and looking into like different people and i don't know if that answers the question but Uh, yeah it it wasn't really much of a question it was just like (laughs) like i'm just gonna babble (laughs) i understand i'm a i'm a bad i'm a bad rambler Um, all the time so other than monica is there anybody that like you can you can pick because like i have some as well where i can just like oh i know exactly who that person is um and yeah then, like you which which kind of sucks because like you've heard them in all kinds of things and it kind of almost pulls you out a little bit because you're like mm-hmm. oh yeah that's jay michael tatum he played this person this person and then this person and that and that and that and you're like oh wait there's dialogue i ha- I, f- I should pay attention yeah okay so so really quickly before i say who i recognize what also sucks now is like 
having having friends that are also in anime now and and also work at Funimation and stuff like that. Uh, and one great example that I always give is um, after working on New Game with um, Cliff Chapin as the director, mm-hmm. um, and we we've gone to like some of the same conventions before, so so we're we're pretty we're pretty good friends at this point. And so watching My Hero Academia with my husband. Um, and watching the dub and just hearing Cliff constantly scream out of my TV, um, we all, me and my husband will always make the joke. We'll always just be like, damn it, Cliff, stop screaming. Stop being an idiot. <laughs> and so we'll always just, it's really funny. We'll always just be like, God, Cliff, why? And then I'll text Cliff. I'll be like, why did you do this? And he'll be and he's like, like, look. I recorded that like six months ago. No. Yeah, he's he's very, he, but he's super. He's a super good sport. Whenever I text him, because he 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 loves Bakugo like so much, and uh, he he's a super good sport. And so I don't I don't just I don't like blame him. Like you're so stupid as Bakugo, and <laughs> but no, he's he's a good sport. He's like he knows I'm playing with him. He knows I'm not like you are Bakugo. Like no, he's I'm not a creepy person like that. But it's it's just really funny. Um, I'll see something with Bakugo and I'll send it to him and he'll he'll crack up. But yeah, so that's kind of a downside is being able to recognize people's voices that are your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, just because then you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. And then you're kind of like, oh, God, now i got to hear so-and-so's <laughs> voice over it. It's even worse when you're like really good friends with them. It doesn't really bother me when I hear like, like J. Michael Tatum or somebody. Like I feel like you can hear... A lot of people's voices, like Monica and Tatum and and Vic Mignogna, whenever he is in something, and because they just you've like you just you've heard them so much growing up and over the years that you're like, I, how can I not hear them? Because um, they've been in so many things that I've watched and so many things that I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that, and that doesn't really take me out of it. Um, I, I mean, I'll have that first initial reaction of like, oh, there's that person. That's that's so and so. And then I'm, or maybe I'll be like, I think this is so-and-so. Another one, like, is Jerry Jewell. Sometimes yeah. I'll hear a character and I'll be like, yeah, that's Jerry. But then some people have these voices, and I can't think of a good example right now. But some people have these voices where you're like, oh, I, I think that's, I think that's so-and-so. And then I, like, have to go, I have to, like, pause it and go, like, Google it so I don't try and think about it for the whole episode because I want to watch the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I'll like Google it, and then I'll be like, okay, okay, yes, it is this person. And um, but once once I'm over that, I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm gonna watch the rest of the show. What? But yeah, but the when it's your friends in the show, I feel like that sometimes takes, uh, especially if it's a really serious show. I feel like I feel like that takes a lot more. Uh, it takes me a lot more out of it than uh, just hearing a voice I've heard over and over and over again when it's my friends. Because then I'm thinking like, oh, I bet they had so much fun doing this. And, oh, wow, that was super cool. I wonder how they did that. And, you know, silly things like that. And so then I feel like that takes me out of it a little bit more than just hearing people's voices that I've heard over and over again. I don't know if that makes sense. but Yeah, that makes sense. Because, yeah, that, that, would be, that would be definitely weird to hear some of, like, your friends that you, that you know and then you start hearing, hearing them in whatever role just like yeah coming, yeah coming at you doing stuff <laughs> and, that they normally wouldn't do and it's it's so it's so hard if it's like a really like it's so hard if the show is like really heavy in the plot or something like that where you have to pay attention but in the back of your mind you're like why why are they saying this thing like <laughs> uh i don't want to picture so and so saying this like things uh, like that, you're just like, ah, why? <laughs> but usually, like in my hero, it's it's so lighthearted most of the time that it's just like, yeah, whatever. Ugh. If there's an episode where Baka goes yelling a bunch, I'm just like, Cliff, I need you to not yell <laughs> five thousand percent of the time next episode, okay? Thank you. <laughs> and I just laugh about it, and it's not that distracting, but but yeah. Oh man! Oh, uh, this was this was super fun, Megan. Now, do you have anything uh, upcoming that you want to plug? Um, I have um, some conventions coming up that I'm going to. Um, if you're in the Texas area or Oklahoma or surrounding, if you come to cons 
in the area. I'm getting my little planner out because I, I have to have my planner or else I just like fall apart. Um, so in May, so coming up like literally, well, this will be passed by the time, uh, by the time this episode is going up. Um, but I'm going to uh, a con called Mini Mini Con on May 5th, which is run by uh, the people that run San Japan. So okay. if if you've if you're listening and you were at Mini Mini Con, <laughs> it was great seeing you. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, could, then, do you remember when um, when you were at Mini Mini Con and insert something here? That happened. Oh, it was, Wasn't that pretty? Oh, cool? it was it was crazy, man. It was <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Um, but in July, uh, if you're in like the Houston area or if you go to cons in the Houston area, uh, I'm going to be at Delta H con with a bunch of other people. There's so many people that are guests, like, and a bunch of them are like my friends and we've like, we've been like really excited for a while now because we're like, man, they invited all of us and we're all friends which means we're going to have the best weekend ever. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Delta HCon is going to be super fun. So if you're in the Houston area or if you travel to Houston cons, um, and that one's going to be really fun. I'm excited for it. It's my first time going to Delta HCon. It sounds really fun. I'm excited. Um, and then I don't really have anything else uh, that I can, like, talk about right now but gotcha. anything else is going to be like way way later in the year like at the end of the year anyway so <laughs> I doubt people are gonna plan that far ahead but I know I don't so <laughs> I'm I'm very I procrastinate a lot but yeah so those are some cons I'm going to uh, or have been at <laughs> looking at you many many con <laughs> it uh, was so great it was so fun I had a blast um but uh, other than that, uh, there's the only show I'm really in this season, like repetitively again, is Bed and Breakfast with Spirits. I play mm -hmm. Chibi, the little Kappa. Um, uh, I was doing a lot last season. I was, if you watch Citrus, I was yeah. Yuzu, so that was a really fun show. Um, other than that, the only thing I've, I've, I'm usually working on consistently is my youtube channel which if people want to go check that out that's you can go search mop top and then english covers or whatever you want to type in and there should be like a little weird i don't know i i call her mascot chan because i have never given her a name <laughs> um she's she's like this she's just this uh mascot girl and she's she's got like kind of pinkish skin and purple hair and a yellow dress and I like she's just my little outer space girl that likes to sing and she that's my mascot Chan. I love her. <laughs> I love mascot so you, Chan. That's the she, best. She's she's the best. I love her. I almost don't want to give her a name now cuz I I Oh no, I go lovingly, with mascot Chan the whole entire time. Like I when, lovingly refer to her all the time as mascot Chan. Like uh, <laughs> uh when I met one of my good friends Charlie, um I would go to her house and we would watch um the sub of Card Captor Sakura. And mm -hmm. I was really bad with other than like three characters' names, so I just gave everybody names. Like there was Banks oh. <laughs> John, and there was yeah. Eyes Wide Shut, and yeah, just like <laughs> like that's that's all I that's all I did with all of that. There was uh, Creepy John, uh, Creepy John, <laughs> yeah. The, she she turned into she evolved into like Stalker Chan because that was Tomoe. So uh, <laughs> so I was like yeah, Stalker Chan. So like everybody had. You know, nickname. So I think mascot chance like the like is perfect. You just keep her like I, that. I love her, but yeah. So if you go look for my YouTube, you're not gonna see my face. You'll see mascot Chan, um, and she's purple only because purple's my favorite color. I was really original um, with <laughs> <laughs> making her up, uh, but uh, but yeah. So I do a lot of stuff on there, and but yeah. So like that's that's kind of my spiel, and I also live on Twitter, so you can go follow me on Twitter. What's your what's your At Twitter handle? Uh, Twitter is 18 mop top, one eight mop top. And people ask me all the time, why mop top? And I'm like, look, I had, I'll just explain it. I had like really curly hair in middle school. So a bunch of kids called me like mop top because my hair was awful in middle school. Like everyone else in middle school looked awful as well. But you know, at the time my hair was huh, just, excuse oh, me, God. excuse me. I, no, that's <laughs> bad. I, I was, I was terrible. <laughs> look, I, everyone looked bad, even if you thought you looked cool. And <laughs> It, it, it was just it was just a time man and so that that 
that was my my great idea when I made my YouTube channel. Uh, so and my and my Twitter. <laughs> and I also made I also made these things back before I was I guess I don't even want to say famous. Just like before people knew about me more than before. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so I made those not even thinking like, oh, I'm I'm going to be a voice actor one day. I made those being like, I don't know if I'll ever use this thing ever again. And now look where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worked out well. Uh, yeah, and we'll put all of those links in the show notes in the description. So if you want to check on, uh, find any of that, just go to our show notes and we'll have the links there so you can just click on them and listen to all of Megan's cool stuff. Cool, awesome. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, on Twitter at Animate Podcast, on Facebook and Tumblr for some reason at Animation Station Podcast. You can also find all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and on our website, AnimationStationPodcast.com. Megan, this was super fun. Yeah, I had a I had a blast. This was great. All right. So Everybody, thanks for listening, and for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Megan. Perfect! Yes! Sorry, <laughs> that never happens. It never happens. It's always like, I'm Josh, and you're like, wait, like, 15 seconds, and you're like, I'm Megan, and you know, then they pop on, but no, that was perfect. I'm glad you picked can, up on that. I can I can take a hint. I'm a, <laughs> I have a smart cookie sometimes. <laughs> Emphasis on the sometimes. And emphasis on the cookie. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's growing pain deep inside. It's left me battered and numb. The wreckage left in my heart. I don't know who I've become. I'm one so tight, but I know I'll probably snap in the end. Doubts that haunt me, I try to put them out of my mind. But looking here in the crowd, I know that still I can't hide. It's time to stop with the lies that I keep telling myself. The mask that I wear, I think it's time that I try.
one's one.